1: We make low-maintenance bicycles for everyday riders. Once the pandemic hit, we had nobody coming into the showroom.
2: So we started doing virtual visits via Microsoft Teams. We're able to see two- or threefold the amount of customers we used to be able to see. All of a sudden, we could open up our showroom to customers around the world. I really think it's going to set a standard for retail moving forward.
1: Learn more at Microsoft.com Teams.
0: They're going to kill the love of my life if I don't go back to what I was doing.
2: Welcome to the Rotowire DFS Podcast, brought to you by Fanduel.com, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. I'm your host, Josh Hayes, joined as always by Benny Ricciardi as we break down the Thursday NBA DFS slate. Don't forget to check out Benny on Twitter at BennyR11 and over at RotoCurve RotoWire, among other places. And you can check me out on Twitter at Josh Hayes FS. The Rotowire DFS podcast is available on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, don't forget to review us, share, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your mother, tell your father. Benny, how many episodes has your mom listened to of the Rotowire DFS podcast?
3: Um, uh, my guess would be zero.
2: <laughs> Mine too. I just yeah. wanted to make you feel like you should get your family more involved because this is great content. It's family content.
3: Yeah. Well, we should... my my mom's a big basketball person. So if we did an, she's a big college basketball person actually. So if we did an NCAA tournament one, I think she would listen. Um, and she would probably tell me why all my picks were wrong as soon as I, uh, you know, went over for dinner or something.
2: All right, well, all I'm going to say is um, Perry Ellis makes gray suits and is probably going to win a national championship this year. So there you have it.
3: Yeah, my mom hates Kansas because they never come up big in tournament time. She put My mom actually played in college, so she knows what she's talking about. Wow. So. Oh, you should listen to it.
2: Instant hate on my championship pick. Uh, that's awesome. Love yeah, that. We yeah,
3: actually, we actually talked about this at dinner on Sunday, so that's why I can give you I, I, everything I know about college basketball this year I learned from my mom, so.
2: Very nice. Very nice. Appreciate that. All right. Uh, so let's go ahead and get into the mix here. Big Thursday slate, believe it or not. We usually joke about how, about how small the slate is, and it's been better than last year. But 16 teams in action here. Uh, so let's go ahead and jump right in, point guard position, talk about what you want to do here at the one for the Thursday slate.
3: Yeah, I like John Wall going up against Philly. I like anybody going up against Philly. And the fact that Washington hasn't been playing great kind of leads me to believe that with this game being at Philly, there's a chance it could stay close And if it stays close, I think we're going to get huge production out of Wall here. So I am paying up for John Wall. I like him more than uh, Damian Lillard against the Spurs and Kyle Lowry against Indiana. So I think that, to me, there are eight games on the slate, but there are four games that I'm not using much. Toronto-Indiana, Charlotte-Miami, Portland-San Antonio, and Phoenix-Utah, I think are all going to be lower-scoring games. I think you want to kind of stay with like Washington and Philly and Denver-Atlanta. Uh, Memphis, Milwaukee, if that doesn't turn into a blowout. And, like, Brooklyn, Chicago are the ones where we should see a few more points scored. So I think Wolves in the best spot of these guys that you would have to pay up for. All
2: right. Uh, I I think that makes a bunch of sense overall. For me, I'm going to do a a couple different things here. Um, um, I'm taking a look at um, how much value I can scrape out of the bottom of guys like Shelvin Mack against Phoenix defense. I love it. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah,
2: Uh, I think that's going to be in a really good spot again. If Isaiah Cannon gets the call once again at the two, uh, against you know the this weird combination of, of of whatever they're rolling out plus Bradley Beal at the starting position for the Washington Wizards, I think we can make a case for getting some exposure to uh, to their to that as well. Um, Ishmith, believe it or not, um, has been one of the uh, the better projected players here. Uh, overall because uh, he has been fairly productive we're talking about 30 plus uh, fantasy points here in three of the past five games i believe or close to he had that really stretch here was he was hanging around the 40 point range uh Mm -hmm. for a little while there and you know just you know taking a look at um that matchup overall there's a lot of Tough defensive teams that we sort of have to fade um, in, yeah. in in the mix here. So this is why I'm I'm trying to sort of sort through these here and figure out where we can uh, derive the value. So I'm I, I haven't mentioned John Wall, Kyle Lowry. Uh, I will say this, Kyle Lowry. If George Hill is out, it's going to be in in, in, a, in a good spot once again. He's been like double double territory here uh, uh, as of late there but definitely one of the more expensive options but i am going to try to scrape the bottom of the barrel we can talk about ray mccallum we'll know more information after Wednesday slate so he's on the radar for me i'm not necessarily playing him because we need to know what happens wednesday and this is wednesday recording for thursday and then jared bayless also uh, is a guy um that we can you know potentially use because we're going against briante weber slash ray mccallum uh mm-hmm. what about your boy mudier are you in the mood for mudier on monday i'm um, on on thursday sorry
3: I I do like the way he's been playing, but he's been getting a little more expensive, and I absolutely love your Shelvin Mack call. I mean, Mack has over 30 fantasy points in his last three games. He's playing more minutes now. We've known all season that Neto and Burke were not the answer at point guard for them, so they're giving Shelvin Mack the run, and he was only 4300 unless his price jumps big. I love him. He's one of the guys that's going to be on every one of my rosters. The rosters that I started kind of putting together here have him and Wall up top. I think that you'll get, you know, 30 fantasy points plus out of of Shelvin Mack again against Phoenix, which is a high-paced team that paces up his Utah team. And I think Wall's the guy that's going to have the biggest day. So I think the combo to use is definitely going to be Wall and Mack. And then I think, you know, they're going to be my cash and GPP combo on all my rosters.
2: All right. I could see that happening overall. I think that's, Um, something that we can uh, definitely look to book. And, uh, you know, given the situation that we have, I think we should say we'll draw the line at Mac because that's supreme value and we don't have to gamble too much below that. Uh, Although, um, uh, like I said, Isaiah Cannon is in the mix here. So let's move right on into the two here. We've got uh, Jimmy Buckets, Chris Middleton, and D-Wade all the way here up top as, as top projected plays. What do you want to do with the two for Thursday?
3: Yeah, I think you'll agree with me. Are you paying almost 9K for Jimmy Buck, um, Jimmy Butler? I'm not. I, I don't think no. I can do it right now. No. Yeah, he's still on the minute's limit. You know, I like Jimmy Butler a lot. He's a great player, but I don't think I'm willing to do it today. And I really don't even love the guys that are right around him. You know, DeRozan with that late scratch the other night has me a little concerned, although they say he's going to play. Not a great matchup against Indiana, though. You know, Dwayne Wade has been up and down lately, and, you know, you never even know when he's going to play or how much. I guess Middleton's probably been the safest of them all against Memphis, but Memphis has been getting blown out these last couple games playing with seven guys, so I have a little bit of concern there. So I don't really think I want to spend up for any of them. If Lance Stevenson is in, he's somebody I'd look at. You know, Devin Booker has a tough matchup against Utah, but two-guard is actually one of the better places to attack them, and I think he's still pretty cheap. What's his price at? Is he up in the, oh no, he is up into the sixes. Yeah, I mean, I still think he's okay. He's a viable option, but— you know, definitely not the greatest spot for him there. Will Barton's a guy I've rolled out a little bit recently, but again, not somebody that, that I would use in cash games. You know, to be honest, I'm probably going to be looking for some value here, although I don't really see any. I mean, Gary Harris is a solid play. He's been playing decent minutes. Etwan Moore has been getting a little more run if, if Derrick Rose is out, but shooting guard's really a tough position here on uh, on Thursday night.
2: Yeah, I agree with you there as well. There's going to be... a. Uh... Uh, a couple different th- things that you uh, want, want to do here. And that's, I think, probably is, is the best thing you can do is sort of stay safe. Um, because, you know, you, you have a couple guys there in the middle tier that you want to potentially get some exposure to. But there are all gambles. You know, um, I, I, but I'm okay with Joe Johnson uh, in, you know, for him hanging around the 25 to 35 fantasy point range for, like, as a cheaper cash game pl- play. I'm okay with Lance Stevenson, obviously, if he gets back in the mix. Chris Middleton is somebody we can trust, but he's fairly expensive in Deron DeRozan's same sort of situation, but I do like him going up against Monte Ellis defense. So that's how I have that shaking out overall. I don't think, but I'm with you. Not paying up uh, for Jimmy Butler uh, because it's too soon, too He hasn't been productive, and I do know it's home against Brooklyn. That's tempting, um, but I would rather go into a uh, different direction here and and get Jimmy Butler rolling. And we know his his upside has always been capped whenever he's in the lineup along with Derrick Rose. So there you have that. Uh, and what uh, another thing that we have to uh, sort of toss your way that you can have for yourself here is a free 10 day trial, Benny. Uh, rotowire.com. Go to rotowire.com/slash/pod. Take advantage of eight different dfs sites that we have lineup optimizers uh, for and optimize um, cu- custom depth charts uh customizable league projections complete draft kits uh for any league that you're taking uh, uh um your fantasy league to including fantasy baseball that's coming up here uh all the great stuff information inside information that you want to check out uh, available on a free 10-day trial rotowire.com slash pod let them know that josh and benny sent you all right small forward up next here we've got Giannis. Uh, back up, Mister Mister Triple Double, Mister D- Double Double Supreme here. Uh, how much exposure do you want to the alphabet here for Thursday?
3: I'm gonna have a lot of a lot of him, uh, a lot of Greek freak on my roster. Uh, listen, guys, I mean, we talked about it before, and I think this is the best way to kind of explain this. If we had a redraft season-long league right now, what's the lowest you think that he would be picked?
2: Ah. Uh... Top 12 somewhere, probably. top 12. You, th- you even
3: think that low? I mean, I think you put Westbrook ahead of him. You could put Harden ahead of him. You can put the Marcus Cousins ahead of him. And then I think it's a serious discussion between guys like, uh, well, maybe Steph Curry ahead of him too. And then I think it's a serious discussion for spots five through eight between guys like him, LeBron, Kevin Durant, you know, maybe like uh, Anthony Davis, Damian Lillard. I think he's in that top eight or nine players right now. And the reason for that is, like, we, like we've like we talked about before, he's playing almost 40 minutes now, so he's getting the extra minutes. In those 40 minutes, he's basically giving you... You know, he was scoring like 16, 18 points a game. Now he's got it up closer to 20. He's getting you double-digit rebounds, 8 to 12 rebounds a game. And without MCW in there and with him running the point, he's also giving you 7 to 10 assists a game. So this guy's basically a walking triple-double at this point. He has... Four triple-doubles since the All-Star break. He has six games where he's gone double-doubles. You know, sometimes it's eight assists and 11 rebounds. Sometimes it's seven rebounds and 12 assists. He can just score fa- – and, and he's good on defensively with the steals and the blocks. So he just has so many ways right now. He's covering every category to score fantasy points for you, except for maybe three-pointers. Um, but you're getting so much out of him that, to me, he's a guy who has the safe floor of, you know, 45 fantasy points – and he has the upside ceiling that we've seen in a couple of these recent games of 70.
2: Yeah, I agree with you there as well. So Giannis is going to be a, a lock chalk op- option for me uh, overall. Um, I, I do like a, a couple different other options that we can sort of um, make a case for overall. Um, Kent Bazemore, to me, against Denver defense is a guy that I, I want to like pick and choose spots. And uh, he's been terrible in the last couple games but so memphis is a fairly good defensive team in indiana against pg 13 they got blown out so he only played 18 minutes but before that he was a consistent 25 to 30 player at under 5k that was you know sort of a nice little cheapy cash game small forward option so i i think um uh, you can make a case for uh that overall dougie Mitt buckets is going to be back in the mix for me once again uh i love that people if you want to gamble on bogue i i Go ahead. I don't necessarily endorse it overall. I think that was a little bit of an over. That's the best you're ever going to get for him. Uh, so, you know, so there's going to be a lot of people I think who jump onto the bag on one game late. Um, so I'd rather uh, go with, to me, a higher quality scorer and McDermott. Maybe Bogdanovich plays more minutes and does a little bit more in the all around game. Um, but that's something i'm going to stay away from i do like orton hayward against anybody since it's the phoenix uh sons in this match don't really care who defends him and um you know meritage for gpps we made the case for that on the last show i think that same sort of information applies at least for uh tournaments for the thursday slate uh so that's how i have that breaking out let's go ahead and move on to the power four position and then here benny we've got some big boys up top here uh paul mass up matched up in a good plus matchup against Dud uh, uh Denver we got favors against Phoenix and then we've got LaMarcus Aldridge but I got a couple value guys that I'm looking at once again
3: yeah well I'll talk about the guys up top because there's a couple guys up top that I like I think favors is in a good spot against Phoenix we know that Phoenix is pretty bad they play paced up defensively and favors has actually been doing more on the offensive event he had that big 60 point game the other day Uh, who's that against Sacramento
2: um it might have been I'd have to check the law yeah
3: I, I forget it was a couple days ago but he had a 60 like a 58 fantasy point game or something a couple days ago so we know he has some upside his price is still a little bit cheaper than some of these other guys so I like him there Lamarcus Aldridge in a revenge game against Portland I think is in a decent spot and then Thad Young as well uh, going up against Chicago probably going to draw some Miritich defense some Portis defense. You know, remember, they don't have uh, pow in there. They don't have Noah. So they're going a little undersized. I think he'll be able to rebound. And he's been putting up some pretty good games. He just came off a big uh, 38, 40 point game yesterday or something like that. So I like that young as well. And then Alex Len. Remember, Alex Len has been moved on FanDuel from the center spot to the power forward spot. And he's been putting up numbers across the board lately. So he's another guy I think you can look at. It's a really tough matchup against Utah, but I think his price is still below 7K. Actually, it just reached up to 7K. So he's kind of at the end of his valuation. It's a little bit stretched there. um, But I think he's in a good spot. And Nerland's Noel been getting big minutes going up against Washington. He's still pretty cheap. So as long as he stays cheap, I think he's another guy you can look at. So I think some of the guys up top, are definitely in play. Favors is probably my favorite, probably followed by Thad Young. Those would be the guys that I want, you know, probably the most exposure to of the guys I'm paying up for.
2: All right, I'm zoning back in on Carl Landry. Um, once again, he did uh, his job, essentially, once again, 29.6 fancy points on, in 25 minutes against FanDuel. If this the game didn't get a, a more out of hand, they could have played him a little bit more, actually, and then he would have uh, been in double-double territory. But 10-8-4 with a steal and a block is more than anything that you need uh, and, and expected out of him. So he's been a very nice, uh, cheap salary saver, and has definitely, if he's going to hang in this in this price range of 4400 ish under 5K, is a is guy who's going to challenge for 7X consistently and he's a he's actually can be more productive than this if they give him more shots uh because he's a guy who can score inside and outside nice little um uh frontline best frontline scoring option like i've been saying for a while that uh philadelphia has and they've been you know leaving him on the bench for no good reason because they want to develop Uh, Rookies, but you know he deserved to be to have 18 to 20 minutes as it was, given that roster. um, Regardless of you know who they're they're developing, so that's a different point for a different time. The only thing you need to know is you should be rolling Carl Landry uh, in your lineup somewhere at least for cash or GPPs. I think he's actually cash safe. Uh, overall, you know, not in, doesn't really, is not a 30 point square because, you know, they're just not going to give him that many touches. So, but I, I agree with you there as well. Um, he's a sort of like a guy like Alex Flynn, where they've, the coach has finally figured out that he should be playing minutes. The role has changed and the production has gone along with it. So, uh, I'll be there, there um, holding steady with both Len and Carl Landry, and then you know Jabari Parker is going to continue to to, to um, uh, get some some minutes and some scoring. The price tag has gotten into a point where you have to make some tough decisions about whether or not you want to roll him. But if you want to go a little bit off the board from the top options and you know just below Len, Jabari Parker against you know uh, Jermichael Green defense or whoever it may be, may be a good spot for you to. Uh, try to uh, catch lightning back in a bottle after he's had a couple of games which were fine but 25 fancy points is not going to pay off 5x you need him to go big once again and this could be a spot for you to gamble potentially given the the injury issues that memphis has across the board all right, uh, that's going to wrap it up for the Power Forward position. Before we move on to the center position, we've got to let all the business owners know here that if they need a website, they can do it themselves here with Wix.com. No matter what business you're in, Wix.com has something for you, used by more than 75 million people worldwide. Wix.com makes it easy to get the website for you live here today. You need to get the word out about your business. It all starts with a stunning website. So with hundreds of designer-made, customizable templates to choose from, the drag-and-drop editor, uh, there's no coding needed. You don't need to be a programmer or designer to create something beautiful you can do it yourself with wix.com with wix.com uh empowers business owners to create their own professional websites each and every day so when you're running your own business you're bound to be too busy to worry about the budgets the scheduling appointments or building a website for your business and because you're too busy it has to be easy and that's where wix.com comes in with wix.com it's easy and free go to wix.com to create your own website today the results will be stunning all right, center position up here. Uh, got a couple of interesting players uh, up top uh, that we may want to use here. I'm going to tell you what. I am i don't care that Gobert has got the plus-plus the matchup. I'm still not interested here today. Uh, what's what's your general take on what you want to do at center here for Thursday?
3: Yeah, I think the only guy who makes a lot of sense to me at any price point here is Bismack Biombo. And I know you might think I'm crazy, but let me kind of give you the case for him right now. Valakunis is out. So with him out, you know, Biombo's going to play 25, 30 minutes in there. If you look back at the game log and his last 11 games that he's played at least 25 minutes, he's gotten you a minimum of 24 fantasy points for 6x value. His price here is probably going to remain, what was he the other night, 3800 If it remains down in like the forty one forty dollars $4,200 range, I can't see a reason why I would want to pay up for anybody because he can give me 35 fantasy points which is, you know, probably about what you're gonna get out of a lot of these other guys who are in the 5 or 6k range. It might not be as much as you're gonna get from a guy like Lopez or a guy like Whiteside, but Lopez hasn't been playing great lately, and neither has Whiteside. And the price on both of these guys now is up to 85, 8600. So you're getting um, Bismack Biyombo for more than half as cheap as those two guys would be. And he's been giving you, you, know, 25 to 35 fantasy points in the games that he's played. 25 or more minutes when they haven't had Valakunas in there. So I think this is an absolutely great spot for him and is probably going to be the anchor on all my rosters. That's going to allow me to pay up for guys like Giannis and Kawhi at the small forward spot and guys like Favors and, and LaMarcus Aldridge that we talked about at the power forward spot and John Wall at the point guard spot. I'm more comfortable rolling all those guys and taking Bismack Bayumbo as my value play Because I think point guard and center are the two places where you can actually find some of these mid-price guys that have upside.
2: Yeah, for me, I've, uh, I'm gonna go, I'm, I'm fine with Brooke Lopez up at the very top if you've made room in your roster. Charlotte in, against Hassan Whiteside is in a really good spot there as well, and I'm willing to go down to JV if he's active and healthy, or I'm willing to, to gamble on Jokic and GPPs, although it is a more of a gamble on the road against Al Horford defense, so that's where I'm drawing the line. I really don't like anything else below that overall. Those four options are going to be in the mix for me, and I'll mix the match based on the uh, the the more solid options that I have at the four other positions. So. That's how I'm having that shake out, and that's going to wrap it up for the RotoWire DFS podcast for the Thursday edition. Don't forget to check us out on iTunes and Stitcher. Check out Benny on Twitter at BennyR11, and check me out on Twitter at JoshHayesFS. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another show. We'll see you next time.